closer to me, Maureen Younger. Hello, Jen Brister. Hello, Maureen Younger. That's how we refer to each other, by first name and surname. Yeah, always. <laughs> Very formal. Maureen Younger and Jen Brister, that's how we refer to each other. Anyway, here we are again with another one of our absolute classic podcasts. They are going to be legendary. They will stand the test of time, Maureen. We'll yes. look back at these in years to come and say, thank goodness we recorded ourselves talking absolute bollocks for 20 minutes at a time. And it's been a very memorable day because Jen's in, at my abode and I, I gave her a teacup because she always inspects the teacups before I make her a cup of tea and it passed your test, didn't it? It, it did, it did, Maureen, it did. Um, Maureen, oh, yeah, did it's the first time ever. Yeah. You asked me to check the, the cup. <laughs> to be honest, I had to walk into the light because I didn't trust. <laughs> Maureen's given me a black cup. I'm still not entirely convinced it's completely clean, but... From the brief inspection I gave it, I run, my th- I run my thumb around the edge. I couldn't feel any lumps, and I thought, okay, fine. There's no, there's no like residual bits of digestive in there. So, so yeah, because Jen's uh, not a great fan of my, uh, my cleaning. Hand. Cleaning. How? Yeah. Do you know what my cleaners have have ghosted me? I'm not bloody surprised, Maureen. I mean, I love you to pieces, as you know, but I'm having a look around, and I'm thinking, when was the last time you got a vacuum out? Oh, I don't know. But, um, yeah, they... they... There we go. (laughs) Maureen seems to think that it's okay. Don't clean your house for six, eight, nine months and then invite a a clean around and go, I mean, I don't know why they don't want to come around, Maureen. Yeah, they're claiming they've got no other houses to clean in the area. Do you know, you do know there's more than one cleaning company in North London that that you could ask. So if one cleaning company... If it doesn't work out with one, Maureen, feel free to contact more than one. I'll be honest with you, it took us a while to find... God, how, this is the most middle-class conversation. <laughs> I actually feel sick in my own mouth having this conversation. We, we, we struggled, Maureen, to find the right cleaner. Do you have cleaners as well? Look, I work full-time. Chloe works full-time. We have two children. But you know what? They have two children and the house is always tidy. I mean, of course we That's clean weird. it in between the cleaner. I oh, know, I know you should do but that. But we like to have a cleaner, you know, she comes around once a week and she just makes it clean. As opposed to like we've sort of sort of kind of just doing the I've basics. Now. But anyway, I I also offered to, to be fair. You did ask me. <laughs> um, I also offered to cook Jen um, some food, some lunch, and Jen's answer was, "Oh, good God, no!" <laughs> Maureen said, "You would rather go hungry than I cook you lunch." I said, "Yeah." <laughs> I will refer you back to uh, Stir Fry Gate. Oh yeah, she ended up cooking. Well, I had to, Maureen. And shopping, to be fair. Well, I had to, Maureen. As we've discussed on this podcast on numerous occasions, you had some raw chicken, some dark soy sauce, and, and a bag full of vegetables. And I thought, whatever that comes out of that, it won't be good. No rice, no noodles. I mean, nothing. Just just dark soy sauce, raw chicken. And, and I thought, I, was, I wasn't even convinced you'd cook the chicken. I could just... I've just put together some sort of stir-fry salad. No, Maureen, you can't eat raw chicken. I just... I, I love you, but I didn't trust. I didn't trust that you could deliver what I thought just constitutes a, a, a lunch. Constituted a, a meal that was not going to give me food poisoning. Yeah, so well, you don't have to make pasta. I mean, even I can cook pasta. I know, but can you do you cook it long enough? Do you not cook it too? And what are you putting on the pasta? I mean, you're just going to give me pasta. <laughs> Although I did like Maureen. I was very impressed because Maureen had some cauliflower in a in a pot, and I thought, oh my god, the woman's eating vegetables, and it was a whole new world—not green vegetables, but vegetables nonetheless. And Maureen said, "I know," and then she opened her fridge and revealed a number of like salad. Spring, salad. Some, she there was like she spring brought onions. out some spring onions. Well, I was very impressed. Lettuce, lettuce, some other cucumber. bits. Cucumber, cucumber. All right, Maureen, let's not go through the whole shebang. <laughs> let's just get the idea of vegetables, all right? And then in the corner of the fridge, what did I find? But a big Pyrex bowl full of strawberry jelly, <laughs> and I thought, 
That's Maureen. <laughs> a woman, an adult, and yet the tastes of a five-year-old child. <laughs> the sophisticated palate of a toddler. <laughs> anyway, I really enjoyed that. Don't you like jelly? Well, I mean, I, do you know what, actually... On occasion, when I've been to a kid's party and there is an extra pot of jelly, I have to say I have indulged. I would never think of making it for myself. And certainly not a whole pirate's bowl. Careful, you're spilling coffee everywhere. I've just coffee over my dress. Oh, well, there we go. I'll go with some food. So that's us, Maureen, in a nutshell. (laughs) Still kind of like going over the same ground, but just in a different podcast. So you had a bit of an exciting weekend, didn't you? Lost your you lost your headphones. Oh God, I don't look. I I really I really am struggling with the travelling, and uh, I was staying with my in laws this weekend because my idea was that I would stay with them, and then Chloe and the children would come up later, like the following day, and then I'd I'd see them, and then I'd travel to and from uh, my in laws' home and use the car and that would be very easy and then Chloe would take the car home and then I would get a train back whatever blah 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 the kids were sick Chloe didn't come up until a day later anyway long story short I had an absolute ball ache on a Friday getting from from Aylesbury to uh Coventry to the Warwick Arts Centre and back and suffice to say it cost me 70 quid I lost my headphones I lost my will to live and I got in an argument with the taxi driver about how many stables there are which is in Milton Keynes and is a venue he says there's two I said there was one we had a bit of a row he's now got my headphones that's the end of that story okay that's the end of that story and of course I couldn't keep this to myself I had to share it and who did I share it with but my dear friend Warren Younger who, as always, listened with patience. Sometimes she flatlined. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, was uh, it's, you're really the only person I can have these bloody conversations with me. You and, like, perfect strangers on the internet. Oh, God. I just found that whole experience so frustrating. Do, do you ever get those, like, travel things where you think, it wasn't actually worth me leaving the house? Yeah, do you remember that time when we, we got back from Birmingham, We the train was delayed, we missed the night bus, the night bus broke down. At that point, Jen had stopped talking to me, she was so angry. Then we got, did we get a cab? Did no, I, we didn't get a cab. Warren wouldn't let me get a cab. I mean, both of us <laughs> at this point were poorer than we are now. <laughs> I mean, significantly so. And so every penny counted, and we were just, just like... there were... We just waited an extra half an hour for the bus. We were, where were we? Seven Sisters? Yeah, we at Tottenham Hale. Oh, Tottenham Hale waiting for a bus. We got to Maureen's about, four, about in the morning. four o'clock in the morning and then I had to get up the next day at like eight. And Jen was like, by that point... She was Maureen was trying to talk to me. I was like, don't. Don't. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Although this. it wasn't your fault. No, it was just but a very, just, very long night. You know, we'd left flipping egg. We'd left Birmingham at like about 10. 10. O'clock. I mean, there's... You, I mean, I love Maureen, but six hours of travelling at like at a point where I was like ready for bed. Anyway, that's we've again. That's an old story. Maureen. Hey, but I've booked a trip to Austria. Maureen is off to Vienna in December. 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 Vienna January. and Graz. I'm off to. Wonderful, Maureen. It's your favourite destination. It's my favourite destination. In so... case you're new to this podcast, well, I can't imagine why you would be. <laughs> but in case you are, I mean, that's not going to happen. But in case you are, Maureen is. The number one... Austrophile. Austrophile. Okay, absolutely loves all things Austrian. And uh, Austria is a, is your home. Yeah, I think actually this country is your home away from home because v- 
Austria is actually your home. Yeah, I feel I really enjoy it. I'm gonna go and see an old friend some old friends there, have a good old natter, eat lots of food. Oh, Maureen loves a dumpling. And let I me love tell a dumpling. You, Maureen, one of the things that I've noticed about you is whenever we talk about Austria, Maureen goes, and the food. I love Austrian food. And well It is quite heavy. Well, I mean <laughs> some might say it's plain. <laughs> <laughs> well, certainly the food that you have taken me out for. One time we went to an Austrian restaurant in Berlin. Berlin. I mean, I, I again, was... we have talked about this on this podcast, but I think it was a long enough ago that most people have forgotten. And Maureen was, I was like, raving about it. Oh my god, it went on forever. And so we we the other side of Berlin. We went all the way there. We'd done this gig. We travelled quite a distance uh, to get there. Maureen a treating was treating herself to a schnapps, which she doesn't normally drink. So she had a schnapps. I mean, she was giddy. I couldn't actually, I couldn't even, I couldn't, I was so excited about the meal to come because Maureen had been banging on about it for such a long time. And it was a nice restaurant. And it was basically dumplings oh, and yeah, stew. Yeah, goulash and dumplings. Yeah. Uh, uh, bread dumplings, zebra-knurdel, they're lovely. Zebra-knurdel, whatever. <laughs> anyway, we had our zebra-knurdels. And all I can say is, is that if you like tasteless dough covered in gravy, then and who fill, fill your boots. <laughs> But that is essentially what we were raised. I said to Maureen, these don't actually taste of anything. And you were like, what are you talking about? They taste of dumpling. <laughs> I was like, well, dumpling And then I had pallet, uh, oh God, Kaiserschmarrn, which is basically... And if we hadn't had enough dough, <laughs> then Maureen went on about this... Kaiserschmarrn, bloody, very bloody, Austrian dessert. Which was basically bread on bread on bread on bread, <laughs> covered in prunes or something. Yeah, prunes, yeah. yeah it's, it's and like icing sugar. Pie, yeah, it's like a pancake thing. and Yeah, yeah. Massive. Anyway, as far as Austrian food is <laughs> goes, I'm out. I am out. So I'm looking forward well, and to I, it. And I like a beetroot soup as much as the next person, Maureen, but it's going to take more than that to entice me to over to that Viennese cuisine. Yeah, and I've just discovered, I was saying to, to Jen, I've just discovered there's a, a programme set in Vienna in the uh, early part of the turn of last century, so I'll be watching that murder mystery thing. Oh my god, I don't know about you, but I can hear a collective flatline on that information, Maureen. <laughs> I've just watched The Crown. You haven't got to watching it yet. I haven't got to watching The Crown. How? All right, let's talk about let's talk about The Crown, but no spoilers because lots of people won't have watched it. But just talk I think about people know the story. Oh, <laughs> I know, but like the whole thing about there'll be stuff in there that happens. That, yeah, you know, there's a few things. There's a lot of fiction in there. I imagine. I think you're like Princess Anne. Princess Anne comes. She's quite ballsy in this. Yeah, I mean, generally speaking, I'm watching The Crown as if it's fiction. Because yeah. I literally don't give a shit about the royal family, and less so more I... recently, unsurprisingly. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Did if you was... watch that interview? I haven't watched it. I watched. I watched a few viral clips, but it made me so physically angry uh, that I would have literally thrown myself and my computer out the window yeah, if I had to watch one of it. Yeah, no, no I think he's an absolute scumbag. But let's not talk uh, about that absolute. Uh, you know what's too. interesting? They talk. They, there's got one episode devoted to Abba Fan, which um... Abba fans. Yeah. Why? Abba fan, not oh, Abba, Abba, not fans of Abba. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> so you're not Welsh. Yeah, Abba fan. No, that was a disaster, wasn't it? That was it? a disaster. Was a big disaster. And I think it's the first time they've actually done a TV thing about Abba fan, which is... Which they've is... never, literally never mentioned it. No. Really, and historically, it's... because who cares, because it happened in Wales. I know, and it's really, really well oh, done. God, that no was... wonder the Welsh are pissed off with the bloody... Anyway, but um, it's very well done. I think, and it's weird because there's a lot of references to the political times of the '60s, which could just be as relevant as today. Um, I'm not interested in that. I want oh, okay. to know. Let's compare Claire Foy, who let's all agree is Queen Elizabeth. Yep. All right. 
I don't care anyone who says she's it. And Olivia Coleman, who is, of course, we all adore Olivia Coleman. We all adore her. That's a given. But how does she fare as the queen? Yeah, I think she does a great job. But... Do you? Because my point with my thing with Olivia Coleman. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, Maureen. Is that whenever I watch Olivia Coleman now, I see Olivia Coleman. Oh, I see. I mean, she's she. I mean, she gets some of the comedy out. She gets some comedy out of the lines. She comes across though. It's it's kind of. I don't know whether she's got much to do because she just basically plays this rather kind of stern. Well, she plays the queen. I suppose it's like a. It's kind of she's a kind of in a box where she's playing these. This role, but I think she tries to give some depth to because, what's going on underneath. Yeah, because Claire Foy used to do it. Like, I mean, she was. I mean, there was there was a, her whole. Uh, I mean, if you'd read those lines of the page, there was not a lot going on. Yeah, there. yeah. But it was what was going on on her face. Like you, sometimes she would say the words, whatever the words were, but the face was saying something different, and you're like, "Wow, this is acting 101." Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, I think Coleman does that. I think Helena Bonham Carter is great. Is is. You see, because I really loved Vanessa Kirby. Kirby. Oh, I thought she was fantastic as Queen Margaret. Queen Margaret? Princess Margaret. Uh, I, again, I'm, I'm really struggling to let the her go as well. Yeah, but I think Helena, Helena really... Helena's like, as if I know her, but um, she's really... Well, I'm just all... referring to all the actors in their birth. <laughs> Olivia, good friend of mine, adore and her. Obviously, love her uh, Black Jack Randall is, is Prince Philip. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tobias Menzies. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you kind of, and you begin to actually, when you see Prince Charles, you actually start to feel a bit sorry for him. Yeah, well, I, I think he had quite a, I mean, it was, it's quite, he had quite a shit childhood, didn't he? Yeah, and I think, you know what, um, uh, you know, as well, when it came to Prince Philip, he probably would have preferred Prince Princess Anne to take, be the next in, in line, because I think Princess Anne is probably more like Prince Philip and more hard yet. yeah she's a bit bish bash bosh isn't yeah she? yeah whereas he's a bit you know mm. i want to be and then one of the I episodes be your tampon, you um know. which deals with him being the prince of wales a lot of it's in welsh which again i think is quite good for a you know mainstream like a mainstream program to have a, a program that you know, I don't know a quarter at least a quarter of it's in welsh oh, okay it's quite impressive yes that's very good and what uh so uh, who are the other characters so we've got helena bonham carter is smashing it as queen as ben daniels as um anthony lord snowden lord snowden okay and who is playing uh who's playing prince andrew that's what i want to know oh he's only a child in this so it doesn't really matter uh, right okay fine and and the gay one <laughs> you referred to prince edward yes <laughs> Are we not like, allegedly? I mean, are we even saying allegedly anymore? We all know. He is. He's. He's, we all know. he's still a child, so they're not really. How are they going to deal with that? Well, How Prince Edward? Yeah. And, and Prince Andrew. Difficult one, isn't That's it? That's going to be tricky in future. In future. Uh, and Camilla. Series. Camilla turns up in this one. Oh gosh. Hello. Is Princess Diana in this series? No. No, Actually, she can't she... be. No, because what? this only goes up as far as nineteen seventy. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, so yeah, she'll be in the next one. All right. Because right. Okay. So it's gonna. We're gonna be like ten series in before we get up to the current state of affairs. <laughs> right. Okay. So Harold Wilson is in this one. Um, oh, I bet he goes down. I bet. I bet that's popular with the royalists. Um. But you know what? It turns out that like her, Prince uh, Wilson and um, the Queen apparently at the end kind of liked each other by the end, which I didn't. Well, I mean, that's good that she likes him because nobody in the Labour Party likes Harold Wilson. He's one of the most unpopular was leaders he? of the Labour Party. Yeah, yeah, he was not liked within his party, and he was not liked um, within Parliament. I don't think. Anyway, hot so, gossip. So the Crown. So that's something you're going to be watching, is it? Yes, but I'm saving it. I tell you what, I'm watching at the moment, and I'm 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 going to tap out soon because it's so relentlessly bleak. Is Anna Friel's show Marcella? Oh yeah, I've never watched that. Cry, 
iced on a bike. And you like depressing stuff. I know, but I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. I mean, this because it's all about pedos, and I'm just... Mm. I, just, I, I, find, I said to Chloe, I don't know if I can watch this. There's too much stuff where children are getting hurt or dying. Or I just, ah, oh, I don't know. So it, as soon as we tap out of that, which I can see by, we're, we're, we're very close. Um, then I'll, I'll, I'll tuck into the crowd. I mean, who knows? I might make it the whole way through the series. I mean, Anna Friel's brilliant in it. She's a fantastic actor, but I just don't like the story. Yeah, it was like I was watching a Spanish program and it was... Um... I just think like the way that, I mean, it was very misogynist, which I mean, I'm sure was quite realistic for the time, but I was like, do I really want to watch this? But I did watch Costa del Sol. Oh, right. Which was set in the 70s with Hugo Silva. That's quite good. Is it? Yeah. What did you watch that on? Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Okay. Um, and it's set in Torremolinos. You can't really understand the Spanish because they've got Andalusian. Oh, my God. The Andalusian accent. I've got my Bloody cousin hell. married somebody from Andalusia, And when he talks to me, I'm like... Just oh, don't bother me. And they don't finish their words. They don't, like, not single. Like there was a couple of times I think he was asking if I wanted to go, if I wanted a lift, and the whole time I was going, yeah, I was going see Valle Valle or something like, yeah, all right, fine. Thinking hopefully that will get <laughs> get rid of him. And basically after about twenty minutes, he was like, "Do you want to do you want a lift or not?" And I was like, "Oh, is that oh right? I didn't understand you for like twenty minutes." So it's quite depressing in the sense that I don't really understand what anybody's saying. The Andalusian accent is really... Oh, it's absolutely I, I think it, I think, I don't know how, what else to... I suppose in this country you would compare it to like, I don't know, an Abaddonian or something. Yeah, it's just really... I think it's because they use a lot of slang as well. But it's set in the 70s. You've got that 70s look. It's kind of like a Sweeney look where the police are a bit... Yeah, I mean, every decade we're like, oh, the 70s, the glamorous 70s. I mean, the 70s <laughs> weren't bloody glamorous. Christ, it was grim. But it's well, it's quite. It got it, they frame it quite interestingly. Um, uh, some unbelievable aspects of it, but yeah, I would. It's, it's kind of. I think it's something your mum would like. Oh right, well I'll I'll let her know. Well, she's probably looking. She at it now, didn't anyway. know about the crown. Well, I saw her yesterday. What? I said, Mum, you know the series three of the Crown started. She went, No. I went, It has, Mum. She was like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> so she's down with that. That's her. She's so, locked into that now. I wonder if she hasn't checked it on my because she usually checks my Netflix. So that's. Surprising. I don't think she's been on Netflix. She's been doing iPlayer recently. Um, yeah, yeah. Get your mum being really trendy. Oh God, I know. She's just flitting from one <laughs> app to the next. <laughs> She's just really nailing it, except the telephone. Still has no idea how to use a mobile phone. I said, Mum, I've been trying to call you all day. No, my phone, it doesn't work. I went, it does work, Mum. No, it doesn't work. I said, Mum, it does work. I said, let me look at your phone. Seven missed calls. I said, you see these missed calls? No, Yenifer, if you call me, it does not make a sound. I said, right, Mum, I'm going to call your phone. Ring, 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 ring. I said, it's making a sound now. Oh, well, this must be different because it was not making a sound. I was like, right, okay. I said, Mum, what is the point of you having a phone? Oh, don't. I have that with my... my dad doesn't carry the mobile what? phone. I mean, what? Because it's heavy. Oh, I said to... My mum's like, I didn't have the phone. I'm in the garden. I said, well, take the phone with you in the garden. No, because I don't want to carry it in the garden. I said, for Christ. That's why it's called mobile. It's mobile, so you take it with you. Oh, the great thing about my dad is he won't leave voice messages. And he gets very annoyed. Because, you know, you've got, you've got the woman going, um, if you'd like to leave a message or whether they say something like, you know, or leave yeah. another message. Because that woman just keeps coming on. Can you stop her coming on? I went, no, I can't. No, that's, that's the whole. <laughs> You've misunderstood what's and, happening and here. He doesn't answer. His, he doesn't listen to voicemail because I don't. I don't listen to voicemail. I just switch the phone off. I went. Yeah, but voice. I'll still go to voicemail, but yeah. he won't listen to voicemail. Well, that's better than my mum's voicemail, where she thinks we're having a conversation. Jennifer is your mother. I just calling to tell you. Anyway, your brother phoned. I went shopping today as I was busy. <laughs> then I left the house. Oh my goodness me! I could not get the bus. I'm like Christ, mum. It's not a conversation, it's a message to say, I'll call you back. 
anyway, I love, and it cuts out. <laughs> cuts out. Obviously, and obviously, we've got my on my voicemail. We've got me doing my actor's voice. I'm like, hello. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't come to the I phone. I can't right come now. to the phone right now. But if you'd like to leave a message. The first time I heard that I went, Maureen, who is that? <laughs> Who's that doing your voice message? Maureen was like, that's me. That's I'm me like, doing my actor's voice. Hi. I can't come to the phone right now. But if you'd like to leave a message. <laughs> the weird thing is a couple of times put the phone up and the message has been. Like, Where's your London accent gone? The, I gone. don't know. <laughs> it disappeared. I'm actually auditioning for the crown. <laughs> crown. <laughs> Somebody, people have gone, oh, hi, yeah, Maureen gave me this number. Like, they don't... No, I didn't know it was you. I mean, I do now. <laughs> also, I've known Maureen for, like, I don't know, coming up to 12 years, and she hasn't changed her voicemail thing, so that is still the same one to obviously. Do you change your voicemail message? Oh, I don't know. I don't even think... Do I have a, do I have a voicemail message? I think it's just a woman going, please yeah, leave a message. Yeah, I don't think you have a message. I don't have a message, no. But often I don't bother leaving a message. I just ring No, them. why bother? Because you know I don't listen to them. <laughs> I... I mean, never leave me a voicemail message. I never, ever listen to them. I'm terrible. I left you a message three days ago. Oh, right, okay. Did well. you? I just delete them. Terrible. You just delete them without listening? Sometimes, yeah, I just think. Well, often, because they've been on there for like two weeks. So it's irrelevant. And I've already spoken to the person, so I just, yeah, don't bother. Anyway, Maureen, we've hit our 20-minute mark. Oh, okay. That was, that was easier than I thought. And I, it's not supposed to be hard, Maureen. <laughs> oh, God. I mean... Th- if we're not enjoying it, I mean, what is the no, point of this? No, because we didn't know what we were going to talk about before I we started. Know, we've never Imagine we never do, to be fair. We never have a problem talking absolute bollocks, do we? I mean, that's just part of the course. That's where we go. Part of the course. Oh, shut up, Brister. Anyway. Oh, anyway, we're off now. Bye. Bye. Bye.